Welcome to Corner Geeks episode 26, The Windows Phone Experience. We pick up where we left off in the last episode as we start to discuss about Windows Phone. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. But anyway, speaking uh, about Android phones, okay. uh, Windows, oh, Windows on Android, <laughs> let's talk about oh, Windows Phone. Um, I think, was it last week? Yeah, I think it was end of last week. Yeah. I got a Windows Phone, the Lumia 520, because it was selling for about, I think, 170 <laughs> Australian dollars. And I thought... Hey, Windows Phone, I've heard about it. Might as well try it, right? And Yes. And laugh at it. One of the cheapest, I think, Windows Phone 8 device. So it runs Windows Phone 8, which is the latest version of Windows Phone. Um, I think the older versions ran Windows Phone 7 or 7.5. Mm. Um, but anyway, right. it's the latest version of Windows Phone, and I thought it would be a great way to actually test what a budget... Windows Phone phone feels like. Yes, and and also uh, allows us the ability to kick Windows Phone on the ground while it's down. <laughs> so now, just like how I bought a MacBook Pro so I can really say I hate Apple for the these choices they make, I can say the <laughs> same thing about Windows Phone and me disliking these things because I've personally used it. And I'm not just... Speaking out of my behind. Wow, I killed the conversation, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes, uh, Tim. <laughs> back to the phone. Back to the phone. Um, I think the good thing about Windows Phone, or Windows Phone phones, however you want to call them, is that Winfo. specs don't really matter in the sense that mm. this is a budget device. I don't think Android phones at this price point would beat the performance that I get out of this Lumia 520. I, when, I used, uh, when I used my mother's, um, I'm not sure which Lumia, was it Lumia 620? I think it's 7.8 though, but uh, when I was using it, somehow it feels nicer than my S3. I'm just going to throw that out there. So not only just the cheaper phones, sometimes uh, a couple of years ago, now I think it should be better. Sometimes even the higher end thing, the higher end, uh, the higher end phones in purely in a user experience, UI smoothness kind of, uh, kind of way. I think it also helps that Microsoft has um, standards in terms of what mm. is the minimal specs required for Windows Phone devices. Mm. So this is 180, 170 Australian dollars. It has a 800 by 480 pixel screen. So it's not like one of those low density screens. It's a four inch screen, so it's relatively big. It's not that small. So it's as mm. big as the iPhone 5, the mm. latest version of the iPhone. Mm. Um, in terms of um, how it feels, it feels smooth. It feels good, polished. I think that comes back to Fidel saying that he feels it's better than the S3. That's because of the polish that Windows Phone brings. Yeah. It's, uh, by the way, Tim, it's not polish, it's Finnish. <laughs> yes, Nokia is, I believe, is a Finnish company. 
con company. And they provide very good polish and finish to the phone. It has a good finish, Tim. They're a good finish. Yes, yeah, so it speaks good anyway. finish too, probably. Um, so yeah, in terms of how the OS feels, it's more mm. towards iOS in terms of fit and finish. Yeah, uh, finish. Yeah, finish. <laughs> so yeah, um, it feels yeah good, as opposed to Android back in the day. Maybe now Android's a bit better. How how do yeah. you feel about it being a relatively new Android user? Yeah, well, relatively. <laughs> like uh, I I feel cynical about it and I'm jaded already. But uh, I would even go as far as. To say that a certain aspect, it feels like, it feels like, the Windows Phone, um, is one step slightly beyond iPhone in some respects. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because it's like the new paradigm feels new, right? iPhone feels slightly old. It's smooth, whatever. But um, Windows Phone feels nice. And to be fair. Um, it's not that difficult to render text and black and color. So I think I think engineering wise, it's actually an elegant solution. So, but still, using using the phone um, sometimes um, there are certain stages that it feels nicer than an iPhone uh, user experience. But I would probably say maybe that's because I'm so used to iPhone already. So I may not be the right person to judge this thing, but um, but yeah, it some of the user experience with the swipes and stuff, uh, it's it's nice. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I think yeah, use using Windows Phone from an iOS user standpoint, as opposed to me using Windows Phone from a Android user standpoint, you can see different contrasting factors or different contracting contrasting features of Windows Phone. I think one of the few things that I saw for Windows Phones when I first um, played around with it is it has features like Find My Phone, which is similar to iOS's or Apple's Find My iPhone, where if you've lost your phone, you can, from the web browser, send it a message saying, ring my phone. You can even reformat the phone remotely. So that's something that Android doesn't have. Uh, Really? Um, not out of the box. Maybe perhaps some yeah, third-party yeah, yeah. applications support that. Yeah. But there's nothing like that that you can that Android has, which is very strange considering that Android or Google is a very cloud-centric company, mm. which makes yeah, it feel so. there's certain gaps in feature set that yeah. Android does not have and does have no doesn't have any real answer to the Windows Phone and iOS features. Another thing Windows Phone has is SkyDrive integration. So just like how Apple has iCloud, uh, Windows Phone has SkyDrive. It saves your photos to SkyDrive automatically. With, with Android, you have to download Google Plus or something like Dropbox, but it's not mm. built straight into the operating system. Maybe perhaps now it is with newer versions of Android that have Google Plus automatically bundled. But hmm. that is something that a person actually has to go in and actively search for. If you don't know Google Plus has that, I don't think you'll probably find it. Whereas opposed hmm. to an iOS and Windows Phone, this 
um, cloud syncing is, is in the actual settings where you see it. Oh, yeah, let's sync this to the cloud. It's straightforward mm. and easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's uh, the integration bit. Um, I think, like, Windows Phone, a lot of the what makes it compelling is a lot, a lot of the integration stuff, isn't it? Um, kind of like um, the People Hub, for example. It's like... Uh, integrated within the operating system versus something like one uh, has some sort of integration knee kind of things like Twitter and stuff, but um, it didn't, it, it's, uh, I'm going to say this now, but uh, it's like, so it's like the old school way of thinking in that it's just a computer that, or a phone that runs applications, but now we're moving more into something like it's integrated with the servers. These are the kind of things that you can do if you integrated it um, deeply. Uh, kind of like, kind of like uh, Facebook Home. Yeah, I think okay. People Hub is basically a collection of your contacts. This mm. con contacts can be from your regular phone contacts where you talk about phone numbers. It can be people from your email, people from your accounts that you connect with your device. So for instance, I've connected Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and these people will show up in PeopleHub. Mm. And what's nice is that if you're familiar with TweetDeck, this is what mm. PeopleHub kind of offers, but as TweetDeck is only specific to Twitter, PeopleHub is cross-service. Um, so mm. you can create groups. For instance, if I say I have an Android group, I can add anybody related to Android from any location, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, into this group. And I can view mm. all the notifications from this group. I guess that's how you can view a timeline in your in Twitter or your news feed. What do you call it? News feed in Facebook? Timeline in Facebook. <laughs> timeline, yeah. So in that sense, I like that functionality of being able to group people. Because oh. yes, say for instance, you have different groups of people on different social networks, but oh. they provide t the same content, like Android-related content, technology-related oh. content content you can dump them into a group and mm. when you want to view that information you just go to the group click on that group and you'll see updates from mm. that group yeah Ooh, and you can uh, and you can attach the groups to the live what do you call live that tiles. home screen <laughs> live yeah, tiles right home also? so yeah. Ooh, I, I also have like a that live tile on of android Ooh. um people on my home screen and the nice thing about live tiles is that it shows, if you make it big enough, because they're different mm. sizes, you can have the tiny um, size, which is basically like an icon to retrieve it. If you make it larger, it can actually show like updates of text in the mm. tile itself without, without you having to go into the application itself. Yeah. So this is one thing they've always mentioned about Windows Phone, where you can, where you can see information at a glance. You don't have mm. to go into the application to actually see there's a notification. Yeah. But speaking of that, <laughs> yes. it has a good, good and bad points. 
perhaps I'm spoiled by Android, where you can swipe down from the notification drawer. Just say you mm. have three emails, you swipe down mm. from the notification drawer, you can see maybe the subject line of the email, so you know whether you actually want to go in to read it. Uh-huh. Whereas opposed to this, I don't think they have that. Well, actually, they do. <laughs> perhaps because <laughs> I had... The thing is... I usually make my icons small because I need to be able to have access to more icons. Mm -hmm. So I don't usually use the bigger version of the mm. icon, which actually mm. does show that information. So forget yeah. I said that. It's good. <laughs> Cut this out, Tim. <laughs> but, but, I don't uh, know yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's not I how I use behind. my phone. <laughs> Uh, back to talking from behind. Oh well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least I corrected myself. <laughs> yes, I I am talking from behind more. But yeah, the the I actually I think we almost we almost would have skipped lifestyles. So. <laughs> I think we we are like uh, we gone we gone over the obvious things. But uh, lifestyle, lifestyles is the one of the the selling points of Windows Phone, and the idea that kind of like Facebook Home, um, the home is not just no longer the um, the launcher, whatever is no longer just a way to run applications, but also a way to show information. So none of it is wasted. So I kind of like that about the lifestyles kind of thing. Um, I think it's also kind of, uh, I like, speaking of lifestyles, before I forget, I also like that you can essentially pin a lot of things, even from within an application, right, into the lifestyles. That's pretty cool. Mm, like, what exactly? <laughs> um, I'm not sure, but I remember we can pin, for example, a WhatsApp group chat, perhaps, from the lifestyles. Is that correct? Let me try. <laughs> I have not personally tried that. Um, yeah. So because yeah, yeah. Hole. no, it's a delete option. No, not that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Tim, Tim, Timothy just left the group. Oh, he, he must hate us now. Delete? No, not WhatsApp. Uh, it doesn't work. Perhaps WhatsApp is a bad example. Yeah. But mm. I think like. Well, you're talking about PeopleHub, where I can pin groups to the home screen. So mm. the functionality may be there, and just WhatsApp hasn't implemented it on their side. Because I, I remember it was a big thing. I think what they're calling intense, kind of like Android. I'm not sure because, like, uh, in certain places, you can pin stuff to the, which is pretty uh, cool. In a sense, yeah, because Android, you can have shortcuts to different things. So, like, I can have a shortcut to a contact in WhatsApp. That's what I have. Ooh. So if you want quick access to that to message that contact, it's an icon on the home screen. Press that, wow. and you can message the person straight away without having to go through the okay, open up WhatsApp. Okay, where's the person? Is he in my favorites? Find the person and then message it. So wow, <laughs> Android sounds so amazing. I should try <laughs> it. So yeah, um, <laughs> speaking of that, um, the WhatsApp client doesn't seem that great. So mm. perhaps it's just WhatsApp not providing a good Windows Phone experience. Because one 
the first experiences I had is mm. I was using WhatsApp during the day. I think during mm. lunchtime. I was wondering, mm. why is WhatsApp so quiet? So I tried to open up WhatsApp and it hung on the, lo- on the wallpaper screen. And apparently that's a known bug. Not exactly great now, is it? I want to check my yeah. messages. It's not loading. It's not loading. Yeah. Is this a Windows phone fault? Is this a WhatsApp fault? Apparently it's a WhatsApp fault. Fault, um, but to the maybe, end maybe. user, you who would who would know? Yeah, I blame I blame the CEO of WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's a uh, you're right. Um, I would assume WhatsApp. It's like not only like second choice, the choice maybe like fifth platform of choice that people build to. <laughs> After HTML5, after Symbian, after BlackBerry, okay, no, no, no not really, I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just being harsh on the Windows phone. But yeah, it's, it does seem like there's a lack of finish. Uh, I remember people have been complaining a lot of things about WhatsApp. I remember last time um, the WhatsApp was slow to update on Windows phone, I don't know why. I think a couple of updates now. It seems to be okay. Um, again, I'm not using it. I'm um, I am basing this on what I see uh, from my mother's. Uh, my mother is using Windows Phone. The horrible son giving parents Windows Phone. It's like uh, why you why not even an Android? Do you hate me? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back, you mentioned intents, right? So mm. this, okay, for Android, they have this notion of intents where you can actually mm. share data between apps. Mm. Uh, we mentioned that iOS has it as well to a certain extent. And Windows Phone is no different. They do have intents where you can share a photo to different applications, mm. which is nice. But I found there was quite a bit of inconsistency um, in this in this feature. So, for instance, I can share a photo from the camera mm. with um, social networks or Facebook, Twitter. Mm. But I can't share a screenshot, which is strange. Because mm. to a regular person, these are both images, photos. But I believe it has to do with the actual file format because um, photos are, po- are JPEGs, which apparently a lot of applications recognizes as forms of images to be sent to that application, whereas screenshots are PNGs, which apparently are not really recognized by many applications at all. Yeah. Is it, is it because... Is it it doesn't support it, or is it because like somehow they just didn't bother to request permissions for PNG formats uh, um, or something yeah, like that's that? That's why, it, in that sense, it's the onus of the application receiving the data. Because, for instance, mm. I can send JPEG images to WhatsApp, mm-hmm. but I can't send PNG images to watch to WhatsApp. So. <laughs> Clearly, it's not a Windows phone fault, per se. It's more of, mm. of WhatsApp not implementing it 
if I were to open up WhatsApp and I want to attach an image, I can attach JPEGs or PNGs, no problem. So, mm. yeah, it's maybe some things are not mature enough where they don't recognize images as images, but it recognizes mm. based on file extension. But that's more of a developer issue that... Yeah, Windows developer, phone developers, maybe just like that one person in WhatsApp <laughs> building. Hey, man, someone's complaining. Yeah, but that's, th- that's one of the first things I found out. It's like, I wanted to share a screenshot. Oh, why can't I share it the same way I share photos? And that's very disorientating, I feel, to a user. Because they're like, I'm trying to use the same mechanism, but it doesn't work. What's going on? Mm. One of the important things might be the availability of Office on this. Now, I'm not mm. a person who heavily uses Office, especially mm. on a mobile phone. But... Having official office integration is kind of great. Oh. Read and write? Uh, yeah. So I've opened oh. a Word document that's hosted on SkyDrive. And oh. I can edit straight from here. So it's similar to Ooh, how SkyDrive. Android has Google Docs or Drive, as they call it now. Oh. So maybe for people who who use Word documents or Microsoft Office document formats a lot, this might be a, a good option for you, especially with the integration of SkyDrive, where it saves everything to SkyDrive, and you have a backup there. You can access it from the web from any client web browser as well. Do you know? Do you know if it's like a native Windows Phone app or a web app? Um. Okay. An easy way to test that would be to disable data, correct? Yes. Okay, so now I've got to find out how to disable <laughs> data. Sorry. How do you disable data on this? L- let game. me try that's in. One, no, that's one gripe I have about Windows Phone. Toggling things on and off can be pretty annoying. I think one uh, of the sh- most apparent thing is vibration. When I go to sleep, I want to make sure my phone doesn't make noise doesn't vibrate. If I hold the volume key down, the volume lowering, well, volume down key, it goes to <laughs> zero um, level in terms of the noise, but it still vibrates. There's no easy way to toggle the vibrating unless you go into the settings and toggle it on and off. So yeah, that, that was annoying. That was annoying. So I've switched yeah. off my data. I got switched off my Wi-Fi as well. So yes, I can, let me add a new Word document. Test. Save it. Save document. Connecting. We cannot connect to SkyDrive because of network problems. Check your mobile data or Wi-Fi connections. Your changes have been temporarily saved to your phone. Okay, that's okay. That's good. Which is good. So in a sense, you do have offline ability to edit. Mm-hmm. Yep, as so, long as yeah, that's, go back that's good. Yeah, because I remember SkyDrive also has the Gmail, uh, G Drive, uh, what are you calling now, the Drive capabilities kind of thing. So I thought, because uh, the Google Drive on uh, tablets is essentially a glory, the, the mobile web, interface which is not ideal so yeah it's good that you can 
uh, it's good that it's much better on the Windows Phone. Okay, that's the... strange. I've saved the document, but I don't see it. <laughs> Maybe it's just waiting for you to... How about Excel? Yeah, you can t- uh, see. Blank document. Word, Excel. There's no PowerPoint. Nice. So that uh... might be an issue. And Excel actually has the functions as well. So let me try mm. a quick function. Equal, where's equal? Equal sum. Equal count, count yeah, it has sums. Range count of numbers. VLOOKUPS. <laughs> VLOOKUPS, perhaps. Because you know what? I want to create business enterprise solutions on my Windows phone. Which Eight. should be what it should be do, right? Should be doing. Mm. Yeah, you got functions here. No no problem. No issues. Hmm. Yeah. So let's save it as book one to SkyDrive. Your changes have been temporarily saved to your phone. Blah, blah, blah. Let me get out of that. So no, no PowerPoint, which is, I guess, a bit sad. Yeah, Considering because mobile... That's what, I think that's what people would use it for, wouldn't they? Yeah. To present data, make uh, ad hoc presentations 10 minutes from uh, the deadline. <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes from that's, the deadline. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, I use iPads for that, and it's pretty good if you have the dongle. But yeah, um, yeah so... it's a bit sad, PowerPoint, not on mobile it phone. It can open PowerPoint files, but it can't create PowerPoint it. files. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe you can present it, do presentations with it, which would be cool. Um, yeah, you can, apparently. Ooh, that's cool. Wow. Now you... Technology. <laughs> now you can... It's, it's like we're putting all the cool things what a computer can do. <laughs> that's, that, that'll, be, that'll be my thing. That'll okay, my I, I found my document. It was just saved in a different folder that didn't show up. Uh, so yeah, it's there. So you, are, you can use it for offline use, which is good. I'm not too sure whether mm. you can do it with Drive. You probably could, couldn't you? Um, yeah, some, sometimes it can, sometimes it cannot. It's, it's a bit... Or, no, I, I shouldn't say sometimes. Um, I think we can do Word, maybe Excel. No, wait, what am I saying? I think we can do text editing and spreadsheets, but maybe not presentation, which was weird. I think we can see it in nope, uh, you iOS. You can't? Um, I've disconnected. I can't create a new document. I can't create a new spreadsheet. With Google Drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if it's offline, definitely, yep. Yeah, so in that sense, if you don't have any third-party applications and you need a spreadsheet or Google, or sorry, or word processor, Windows Phone mm. might be a good option for you. With iOS, I presume you have to download third-party applications. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know of a good one, though. Pages, perhaps. Um, oh, yeah, pages. Yep, yep. Pages and numbers. <laughs> Buy Apple. Sounds familiar. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Cool. Um, so far, 
Windows Phone experience is pretty interesting. Um, it has some nice features, like there's this Bluetooth transfer data migration. So I was moving from my Android phone to this Windows phone, and I think mm. this shows Nokia's um, mobile phone experience, where I could transfer my contacts from my Android phone to my Lumia over Bluetooth. It could sync messages as well. Um, maybe Android is not supported because it, it was not able to sync the SMS messages. But mm. having it be able to sync um, phone numbers is very important to a lot of people. And yeah. this is done completely on a device-to-device -device basis. No computer involved directly over Bluetooth without any cables. So in that sense, it's great. Hmm. Did, you, uh, did you try the new Windows app for Android, I think? The one that uh, like uh, reads your Android apps, whatever, and then it transfers it to the Windows phone application? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not too sure whether was... he's joking here or he's actually talking about an actual app. <laughs> Dear Tim, I am talking from my behind. It was on the news, I think, yesterday. Or yesterday. Uh, let's see. Why Windows Phone my app migration, my migrate app. Let's see. Does it appear? Um, new Lumia migrate apps. Let PT that go. I don't know. Who doesn't use Windows Phone knows more about Windows Phone mean <laughs> Windows Phone than me. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I am a. Uh, I stock, I stock Windows Phone. Yeah, I think one thing that it's hard to judge, at least for me, is some of these mm. features. I don't know whether it's a Nokia feature or Windows Phone mm. feature, because yeah. some things like this Bluetooth data migration, I believe it's a Nokia feature. So it's not exactly mm. yeah. available to all Windows Phones. Let mm. me just check that first before I speak more from behind. <laughs> Speaking from behind. What's it called? Uh, here, What's it called? Here, uh, here's a go. Um, switch to Windows Phone. Apparently is the application name. Uh, the app inventory is the app contents on your phone. And find exact yes. matches, similar apps. So that uh, essentially if like, for example, if you have Instagram on your phone and then it will try to find something similar and then it will <laughs> give up and cry. Because there's no Instagram. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you, maybe you like... will download the Nokia's, is it to Insta with love, right? They had a app <laughs> campaign really? or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can install that now. Oh, it's installing that. But yeah, it's, um, we, are, we are being hard to, or I'm being hard to Windows Phone. But essentially, yeah, the, the general consensus, even among the tech pundits, as they say, is that uh, there aren't too many apps, but there are actually quite a lot of apps and they're confident that for most of the apps, there are Windows Phone ad equivalents, maybe like exact equivalents, maybe like, for example, WhatsApp. But if it's like something else, it will try to find as close as possible. So it's interesting. Um, yeah, so anyway, back to the transfer app. It is Nokia branded. So it's probably yeah. only for Lumia phones. So this is where Windows Phone gets a bit strange among manufacturers because mm. Nokia has special applications that only run on Lumia or Nokia Windows Phone devices. Mm. 
yeah. perhaps you can extract the installer and install it on another app phone. Yeah. I'm not too particularly sure because I've heard that you can sideload apps to Windows Phone, but it does not seem as apparently easy as it is for Android. Yeah, I think I think you need to install something on the desktop and then run something. Um, what was it called? I don't know. I remember there was a news, right, that uh, that some guy uh, created an app that will unlock double quotation marks the ability to sideload, but then Microsoft stopped them. Then, but uh, but then apparently, supposedly that it was the Microsoft and that guy. Um, working together to create an official version of that. So I think you need to, to download an actual application on your actual desktop machine, on your actual computer. Yeah, so perhaps that's something I should look into. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other things, um, it has Bluetooth image sharing for some weird reason. I love that. So I could transfer Bluetooth? photos from my Android device to this phone and vice versa. Whereas for Apple devices, they're stuck with an inability to share things unless you have the Term. internet or something. Come on, Tim. It's, it's, a, it's a phone. You don't take pictures with your phone. Yeah, who needs this thing called a camera phone anyway? Yes, there is no... It's just a small thing. Like sharing images between phones... Like it's uh, it's like it's not like the iPhone five is the most popular camera phone, and <laughs> release an advertisement that says and touts that it is actually the most popular phone being used right now. So they don't need Bluetooth image sharing, Tim. <laughs> uh, some other things, the search page. There's a Bing button which mm. brings up Bing search right so just say yeah. for instance I search for Bing it brings up a list of the searches and this list is actually not in a browser so <clears throat> in order to bring up the browser I have to actually click the link before a browser is actually loaded so in mm. essence it kind of feels strange because you're not searching in the browser but you're searching through a dedicated app that's cool, isn't it? But yeah, I guess... I don't know, Man. I just found it weird for me where I had to jump out of the browser to search for something. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe, if the, maybe if the specs is a, a little bit higher, it would be more seamless. Um, perhaps, but it's still a bit jarring because it's a separate app as opposed to, you know, mm. how in Android... When you bring up the browser, you go to the URL, you search, and it does a search. Mm. Yeah. I can do the well, same thing on Windows Phone, but the search kicks me out of the browser to this Bing <laughs> search, and then I click the link to go back into the browser. So okay, it's that's very jarring. Yeah, maybe, maybe if it's like one in the browser itself, it should have just go to the website. But I was thinking like that Bing search thing is more like, more like Google Now. In other words, it's rendered. Yes. Uh, in the application level rather than within a web page, which kind of makes sense, I guess, uh, performance-wise, etc., etc. Um, get JSON from the server, render native stuff. But yeah, yeah it, 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 that Bing search 
when I search just for, let's say, Halo, they give you three options. You have the regular web search, you have media search, which is images, and there's also a local search. So you can actually search for physical locations. So apparently there's a Ooh. Halo hair boutique near me. Oh. <laughs> I don't I know what kind of haircuts they give. Hello. Hello-like. It's uh, like a circle kind of. But oh, I was... Uh, I, I thought you meant like local locations within the phone. It's like, oh, you can launch initially, applications yeah, Initially, I it? thought it was that. So perhaps it would search my contacts for people this name. Apparently not. Ooh. It's local, physically local search. So it needs your GPS to be on. Ah, uh, well. It's okay. Um, yeah. I need quick Droid for Windows Phone. That's what I need. Yeah, they kind of have that. Really? Yeah, they kind There's of not... have that. Okay, that's cool. Oh, so yeah, it's... right? There's such thing. You go there. And then you click on the magnifying glass. Yes. Hmm. Can you can you call that uh, using one button or something or, or one gesture? No, I don't Is think it, so. Yeah. Swipe uh, right, click. Yeah, that's, that's less than ideal. But anyway, yes, moving yeah. on. I think maybe the worst thing about it is notifications. Yeah. The it brings up a notification window or not window a notification bar. on top of the screen yeah, notification bar that's it it brings it up at the top of the screen you click yeah. it you'll go into the application which is understandable you can swipe yeah. it away to dismiss it but if you dismiss it and you want to go back to the notification it's nowhere to be found it is lost to the ever yeah in a sense it's lost and if you don't have that app on your live tile screen, you will not know where it came from at all. Mm. So, you know how iOS, you have the badges, the little red badges on different icons to show mm. you that there's notifications, right? Mm. Uh, Windows Phone has that, but only for applications on your home screen, basically for each live tile. Mm. So, for instance, if I don't have my emails as a live tile, but only mm. in my application list, I'll never know which email account actually triggered that notification if I, unless I go into each and every one of those email accounts that I have, which is very huh. annoying, especially coming from the Android side, which has, which has had always good notifications of knowing what happened. Mm. So yeah, I think that's the biggest gripe I have in terms of notifications. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's true. I, I think, I think I distinctly remember when I was playing around with uh, my mother setting it up for her. But it's like, oh, I can't seem to bring it down. And I distinctly remember thinking that it had notification. Strangely enough, um, I guess. Uh, we expect that notification <laughs> is like down. something, yeah, yeah it's something, something for granted. You're, you're so used to it. It's, yeah. It has always been there on Android. It has recently been there on iOS. Well, not too sure whether it's just Microsoft shying away from it so they don't get sued, 
or yes. they just want to be different and there's basically no way for you to know what notifications yeah. have happened. I still Presumably, feel iOS is actually yeah. has one of the best notifications. Yeah. Android, there's still some issues. If you dismiss it, you don't know which application triggered it. Mm, it's true. Well, hmm. I, I have, even if we have a repository of, of there's a place, even how Migo does it is actually pretty good also. <laughs> how Blackberry does it is pretty good. Hello, Migo. I, I stopped hitting on you now. I'm I'm hitting on Samsung, so it's okay. You can make up again. <laughs> Kiss and make up. Uh, but yeah, notifications. I still feel like um, even iPhone is still pretty good, but I'm still waiting for everything in um, a slightly more centralized, a slightly better way of doing notifications. I have a feeling maybe... I was hoping that the people have was kind of like that, but I uh, guess me go. Yeah, people hub has its potential. Mm. Just like how um, there's a, a there's a me kind of app as well, which shows all notifications to you, whether it's from any account that you've set up with. So if I have notifications from Twitter. Facebook, LinkedIn, Hotmail, I'll get a notification on the Me app, oh, which is nice. Good. And I can mm. post updates to a variety of social networks straight from there. Oh, that's cool. That being said, it only does text updates. <laughs> so you uh, can't share photos cross-platform. But yeah, it's, it's good. Mm, yeah, good, good enough. Yeah, good enough. I think the the app selection is, is always going to be an issue for people. If you can't find mm. applications that you like, you're going to hate Windows Phone. Yeah. And, yeah, especially if you're moving from Android with its openness in that, like, they even have servers and stuff. So <laughs> you won't get that in iPhone, maybe in Windows Phone. But, yeah. So any particular applications that you miss? Dropbox. That's Does it have Dropbox? Thing. There's no Dropbox. That's one of the first uh, things I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. That might be the biggest thing, actually. <laughs> not having Dropbox, not having access to my files. In essence, I could transfer all my Dropbox application, oh, sorry, documents and stuff to SkyDrive, mm. which would simulate it. But then mm. I'll need to use SkyDrive and everything else as well which may not be feasible. Oh, it says uh, Dropbox app now available for Windows 8. Oh, that's Windows 8. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I was searching for it. Windows 8. No, wait. Windows not Phone 8. Windows not, Phone, no. Not confusing at all. <laughs> yes. I, I Recently, I, I did the reverse. Windows 8 has this one. It always had... Oh, wait, no. This is for Windows 8. <laughs> Not Windows yeah. Phone 8, yes. So Filebox. That's There's my... a third party. There's a third party which... See, it comes down to trust. Do you trust them? This guy looks trustable, look. <laughs> he's smiling. <laughs> and he's he's double... smiling saying, I'm innocent. Yes, double Your thumbs honor. up. 
You're the boss. <laughs> Freeware app. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, not having official Dropbox support is annoying, meaning that I have to carry around an Android device as well. Oh, up and download. Presumably, yeah, it has its APIs. Um, we could make one. Yes, we could. <laughs> but I, I think that's another thing that prevents Windows Phone adoption. You actually have to pay 99 US dollars annually, just like iOS, to yeah. have distribution in the App Store, which is quite a lot, I think. And I, I think it's one of the reasons that, that is hindering Windows Phone app development. Yeah, because... Well, I can I can see where people say that oh ninety nine dollars is like peanuts for serious developers, but I believe that Windows Phone eight is technically, although it's like two years old already, it has been two years. I don't know, but uh, it's still fairly fledgling, fledging, fledgling. It's fairly small, still yeah. uh, immature, not mature yet, and. They should I be aiding think, developers, not preventing yeah. or having all these hurdles for them to jump through. Yeah, I think I think iPhone, even when iPhone came out, that kind of makes sense. But presumably, that ninety nine dollars existed even before. I never know that. Does iTunes developer ninety nine dollars existed even before iPhone, or was it only for iPhone? I think it's there as well. I think Mac Store and i. And the app and the iPhone store are two different no, things. Be- before so Mac you... Store, Tim. <laughs> before iPhone. <laughs> before App Stores. Uh, I uh, think so. I don't know. <laughs> like developing, developing for, yeah. But presumably, even then, when they started out and offering ninety nine dollars, I, th- I thought it was kind of crazy. But apparently, because they were the first and they were so successful, they got away with it. Uh, Android is free, so that's good. Well, um, Android is actually thirty dollars one off. What? Okay, Android that makes is sense. $30 one off oh, to be to... in the App Store, in the Google Play Store. And if you, you want to distribute, if you want to distribute your APK elsewhere on your on your own site, it's free. Yeah, but yeah, that that's that's also similar to Windows Phone again. I I think at this stage we. I don't know, you may agree with it, but I would say that um, it's all about the App Store now. It's so easy and user-friendly for to allow everyone to be able to install applications. So yeah, if it's if it's on the if it's on the website, it might as well be non-existent. It took me a while to get. Oh, I can install WhatsApp from the browser because apparently I. Before I had difficulty in installing WhatsApp, I don't know why the region or whatever is weird. Anyway, yeah. Um, so all in all, Windows Phone, it's great, but yes. not that great. But still great. Yeah, it's it actually gives, great. Yeah, it gives a very good feel and performance based on the at least based on this price. I don't yeah. think I would be so much of a glowing review if it was a higher price device, especially Ooh. with it missing quite a few things. Um, I'm not too sure whether it's a Windows phone issue or this just this, this phone's issue because it has only 512 megabytes of RAM. But when I'm switching applications, I see a lot of this resuming dot 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 
because it's basically, I think, rebuilding the application and downloading yeah. whatever data it needs to actually show the screen. Yeah. I think you mentioned this might be similar to your iPhone 4, where iOS and I guess Windows Phone doesn't have true yeah. multitasking ability. Yeah, which is, I think it might be good. It's a, it's a good thing, actually. I'm, I'm just going to... Be, I'm just going to drink the cool eight reality <laughs> distortion feel, whatever. Uh, I think it's a good thing. It, it, um, I think Windows 8 is also trying to move in this way. In other words, you don't actually kill. Uh, you don't actually run in the background. But you must be sure that you store enough of the information in memory somewhere, in, uh, in storage, so that uh, because in iPhone and probably in Windows mobile phone, if you are not the foreground, you're in the background, there's a good chance that the operating system will kill your your program. So at first, I remember when the application started coming out, um, it was kind of annoying that you had to reload and then do all the things all over again. But these days, most applications uh, know to essentially keep track of where they are. And then when they open it again, it will, it will go to that particular screen, which is good. Yeah. So um, this could come back to the fact that it's still a fledgling marketplace. That yes. It's not a mature, uh, applications are not fully mature. And this resuming screen that you usually see has to do with WhatsApp usually. And yeah, it's been said that WhatsApp slow. hasn't been um, built perfectly for Windows Phone. So it's more of a what's, yeah. it could be more of a WhatsApp not implementing if, good saving of data. Yeah. Even in iPhone 4, it's, it's fairly slow. I think after a while... The SQL, the SQL database for this gets like megabytes, 20 megabytes. It sounds small, but it's... But it takes a lot of time to actually parse yeah, and bring the data yeah. out. Yeah, if like uh, one single text file is one kilobyte, two kilobytes. So presumably it, it takes a toll on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is fairly slow overall. Even sometimes in my S3, it also gets too slow. Um, mostly, I guess it's because it's the way it's structured. Uh, the data is stored locally in a SQL file rather than it being loaded, which would probably be slower also, but in a different kind of slow. But anyway, it's like uh, um, resuming. And 512 megabytes of RAM is actually quite a lot if you're talking about iOS. I remember iOS generally it was to five six for the longest of time. It may be five one two now. I don't. I, I, I should the check. iPhone five has one gig. Ooh, really? I don't remember. But yeah, um, let me check iPhone four RAM <laughs> because uh, yes, as a jailbreaker. iPhone five has one gig of RAM. Ooh, nice. iPhone four has five one twelve. Yeah, that's not so bad. Uh, iPod Touch, I remember, or maybe the iPad was. I remember because as a jailbreaker, you get, you get access to this uh, like RAM thing, and like it really stresses you out, and then you're like really conscious about closing everything. Yeah, 
I think just like how a lot of Android devices nowadays, the high-end stuff, they have 2 gigs of RAM compared to, yeah. what's this, 512, one quarter of that? Yeah, it's true. But, but then I again, guess, uh, like I said, this is, a, this is a budget device. I think a lot of the other Windows Phone devices have at least 1 gig or at least more than yeah. 512. I think yeah. I think um, if it's built well, if the applications are built well, if the operating system handles it well, I think the operating system is there. Um, even five point twelve is enough, as I mentioned. Yeah. I think um, because if everything's we, designed well, it's okay. Yeah. But if it's yeah. Android, i.e., not fully designed well, <laughs> you need <laughs> two gigs of RAM. Yeah, and and like. A lot of people adopted the jailbreakers. They got into the habit of closing all the applications. Actually, no. Just let the operating system do it. Uh, I think it handles it quite well. Although you do get a little bit... Uh, that's why these days iPhone 4 is fairly stable. Uh, but you do get things like if you open a Safari browser, the Safari browser, you open load a page, you go back to the last tab, you find that uh, you have to reload the whole page. Because it, yeah. uh, it really does really vicious memory management. It purges everything from the memory. And that's why third-party browsers has a tendency to crash because uh, it tries to be double quotation marks better than Safari and try to keep all the pages in memory. Uh, generally, it does well, especially for like maybe the newer iPads. But if you... Um, in fact... It's been a while since Atomic crashed on me. Hmm. So I think there's a setting somewhere to, for the memory management of the uh, of the party browsers anyway. So uh, just let it be. The operating system knows what it's doing. Just, just let them. It's okay. Apple knows the best for you. They, they <laughs> know when the application should close. You, who are you to feel that you need control over your application? Relax. Let go. Uh, experience the full Apple experience. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking about browsers and stuff, I find mm-hmm. on Android, in a sense, it's very resilient. The browser doesn't crash. Mm-hmm. It's super dog slow, but doesn't crash. So it's the other <laughs> flip side of it. That's, that's all yeah. I found. It's like you can open a heck of a lot of tabs. It gets very slow. It doesn't crash, which is kind of good as opposed to does it, on iOS does it keep um, you, yeah you say does it keep the page in memory do you find um I don't remember I can't does fully it remember I could reload yeah. probably after a certain amount but that's what I've always found yeah. Android it doesn't seem to crash it's just dodds slow uh, iOS is pretty good though Safari is pretty good no it just um, just reloads the pages too often, though I find yeah. switching from tabs. But I, it's been a while since uh, something forced closed on me, or uh, which is pretty good. I remember the earlier I I had an iPod Touch, and that crashed a lot on me. Yeah, mostly because I probably jailbroken it too much. But anyway, and but yeah, probably it's, because uh, it's only two five six megabytes of RAM. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's um, using my iPhone four. I don't think it has crashed for a month now. 
Ooh. for the period of just pretty good. Um, like if I can get a day without crashing. Android? Uh, no, iPad Windows too. phone, iPad <laughs> too. Weird, you're weird, Tim. You're weird. It's just probably uh, Apple not liking me. That's yeah, what's stuff. what's what's crashing on you? Is I it think it's mostly The Verge. Uh, yeah, all the images and uh, CSS. They're they're doing actually really brilliant stuff with the CSSs and stuff. Um, <laughs> if it actually loads JavaScript, if it actually loads, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah, not brilliant anyway. when it doesn't load. Tim, it's conceptually brilliant. There's a difference. Like in artistically, even though it's like empty, if it's conceptually brilliant, it's still brilliant. Even if it doesn't load. Yes. So I think that's a long rambling on Windows Phone. <laughs> Sorry, long, Tim. Long rambling. Sorry, Tim, for you to edit this again. It's probably not my fault, <laughs> I think. Well, yeah. So I guess that gives some insight to Windows Phone and a yeah. slight review of Facebook Home, whatever that is yeah. nowadays. But so, all in all, Windows Phone, yeah. it has a bright future if people develop apps. Okay, let me ask you then. If like someone wants a decent budget phone and maybe they, maybe the use case is browsers, browsing, maybe, maybe do social media. I, I don't want to say Instagram. If not, it will automatically disqualify <laughs> Windows Phone 7. But... Um, uh, so what would you suggest? Uh, would you suggest a budget Android or w- would you consider suggesting uh, uh, a Lumia, a cheap Lumia? Yeah, honestly, I think maybe for the price point, I might have to check out some Android phones within the same price point because mm. I don't personally think at that price point uh, an Android phone can match the performance of Windows Phone. Yeah, performance or the polish or or the finish, the finish, <laughs> the finish, the polish from the finish. Yes, the polish of Bali's the finish. Nokia. Yeah, but um, but but yeah, it's. Um, I came to this conclusion. I almost thought that I may have made a mistake, but um, anecdotally, anecdotally. Well, according to my story, uh, or according for what I observed from my mother using the Windows phone, it's actually pretty good. Um, I don't think she has any problems with it, so I may still opt Windows phone as an alternative, but honestly speaking, if it's just like for the masses, an Android phone, mostly because it's the newest and the coolest, like the S4 and the uh, rather than the actual usage matters to them for a lot of people, I I, I think. Uh, comments on that? Uh, very yeah, I mean, shallow. If it's if it has the necessary apps for you, I think it'll be perfect. Mm. Yeah. But that that's what I that, that's where it comes again to see whether <laughs> application <laughs> developers develop for Windows Phone, because if they don't, then. Uh, yeah, it disqualifies because Instagram. Another thing, Instagram is really big now. Yeah, I think 
with uh, sharing. I don't actually use it though. Well, I use it, but I don't share it to Facebook. I think that's the, actually the default way of doing that, isn't it? You post Instagram to Facebook. But anyway, and but yeah. So yeah, Windows Phone is not going to be the first, second, or maybe not even the third platform that application developers would develop for. I would think maybe. maybe yeah. I mean, iOS, <laughs> Android can be one and two, depending on the focus of the company. Sometimes it's yeah, maybe Android. a lot of Android. Sorry, a lot of iOS first, then Android. Yeah. Third might be BlackBerry. Then At maybe least. HTML5. HTML5, oh, yeah, anything, but that may mean that it could be compatible with uh, Windows Phone 8. But still, like uh, Firefox OS is coming up. That's really exciting for me. Ubuntu OS. <laughs> it's probably going to be seventh, seventh after Symbian. <laughs> Tizen. Oh yeah, Tizen, Samsung Tizen. Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, so if you can find, honestly, if you can find applications that you need on Windows mm. Phone, it's good. I think the <laughs> responsiveness is good. And but you it's... don't find the polish on Android. Yeah. Uh, that said, though, I, I think it would be really difficult for people to know what's on it or what's not on it. Uh, yeah. If they don't know what it is. I, did, I didn't know Dropbox was not on there. I was sure Dropbox was on there. I thought too. Uh, then I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> now what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, there are certain things that we take for granted. iPhone is boring, Android is boring because it's not new. But but yeah, it's it's another name for boring is probably mature. It's mature <laughs> platforms, and most people would probably get it. I would probably get the S4 because it's the newest <laughs> and S4 selling for S4. 800 Australian dollars. Too much. Is that too, too much? much? How much for iPhone, by the way? Um, actually, good point. I think it's 700 as well. <laughs> uh, at least in Australian because it's cheaper <laughs> in the US. Yes. So... Should be cheaper in Australia. Because it's no, like it's Korea not. is closer to Australia than to... It doesn't work that way. Yep, <laughs> iPhone 5, 799. So I guess that's how they price S4. Because they believe they're on the same tier. Which makes sense. I guess. <laughs> because, I guess. It, well, you know, you get all the barometers and the uh, nifty senses and the 3D gestures kind of thing. Yep, it's a, it's a good value. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's for can be talked for another day. Too much rambling another in day. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All Windows Phone fun. fault. Yes, Windows Phone fault. So we hope that has shed some light on Windows Phone. What what's yes. nice? What's good? What's bad? And yeah, we 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 try to uh, we try to prop. Windows Phone up from the ground, but it's still on the ground, and I'm still kicking it. But yeah, <laughs> stop that, Fidel. We try our, it's not good. We try, <laughs> we try our best because it's uh, I don't know. It, it's an underdog. It feels good. 
<laughs> it feels good on the well, kicking I, it I, on I the ground. Yes, I I can't kick dogs though. So maybe maybe if I look at it from that point of view, I I I may be able to stop kicking it. So yeah, that's it. We should end now before you ramble some more. So see you at the next corner. Bye bye. Bye bye. Next preview, uh, Tim with Tazen phone, or maybe Bada. <laughs>